Welcome to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. My name is Brandon Adams, lifestyle entrepreneur and inventor, passionate about helping others with creating something great and becoming unforgettable. Each week we discuss helpful tips on becoming a successful entrepreneur and interview other entrepreneurs and inspirational people. Our goal is to help take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. I'm Brennan T. Adams, and on today's show, we have Sam Forline. Sam is a young entrepreneur. He's 24 years old, and he reminds me a lot of like myself. When his publicist reached out to me, and I clicked on the link, I looked at his last interview, and dude, I seriously thought it was me answering the questions. We think so much alike. I instantly called him. It was like 10 o'clock at night. We got talking, and what do you know? I brought him on the show right away because I want him to bring his message to the audience because he is a young entrepreneur, and he's living the dreams of what most people want to live. He's running two companies right now. He's got one company we'll talk about that he built up, and it's run by college kids. He's making over a 1000 bucks a day with this company. Then also, he invested in another company, started another company for creating apps and also making things go viral. There's a lot of stuff in today's show if you want to learn how to create an app, how to make money with an app, how to make something go viral, how to use the technology in today's world to become very successful, and he gives a lot of great tips throughout the show. You won't want to miss it, especially if you're a young entrepreneur in college that's wanting to go out there and create great things at a young age and learn how he did it. He dropped out of college and he made it big, so it can be done. He's living proof. Before we get into today's show, I want to remind you about my book, Keys to the Crowd, Unlocking the Power of Crowdfunding. We are getting so close. You can pre-order the book now. It's going to be available not on Kindle, but also the hardcover copy, and eventually I'll have audio as well. But September 7th, that's so close, September 7th, it will come out and it'll be available for you. So please go over to Amazon. Go and search Keys of the Crowd, Unlocking the Power of Crowdfunding, and pre-order the book today, and you're you're not going to regret it. It's a great book. It'll teach you about crowdfunding and how to become successful as an entrepreneur because crowdfunding is really making things so much easier for us to bring our ideas to life. So check that out, and I love you for it. Thank you so much. I appreciate your support. So let's jump into today's show. Let's learn from Sam Forline how to create an app and become successful in the technology world. Let's get started. Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. Today we have a young entrepreneur who is literally just like me. I Literally, when I had his publicist send an email to me, I clicked the link and I read the article and it kind of made me think, oh shit, this guy is like identical to me. But today we're going to hear the story from Sam Forline. Sam, how you doing, buddy? Uh, Brandon, I'm doing great, man. It's, it's a pleasure to be on your show. I've been listening to it and, and you have such a great thing going. Hey, man, you know, you are, you're not the youngest person. I had a 19-year-old girl on the show a month ago, but you are the closest age to me and basically like my target audience and you're doing a lot of stuff right now. Oh, yeah. A lot of things that you can you can tell the audience. So we're gonna jump into it. I wanna hear first where you got started as an entrepreneur, kind of where you grew up and where it led you to where you're doing your stuff now. Yeah, sure. So um at a young age I've always played soccer. Um, and my dad used to show me videos of the best soccer players. Yeah. He, he would, he would point out, especially Ronaldo from Brazil. I like to call him the real Ronaldo. Um, he would show me, Sam, look at his hustle. He would go and attack defenders, do whatever he could to get the ball away from them and then do whatever he took to score a goal. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I applied that to anything I wanted to do in life, um, where I started to become an entrepreneur was probably around 12 years old. Yeah. I realized, you know, first of all, money's nice. Yeah. You know, it can buy you some things, right? I wanted some ice cream. Yeah. Uh, 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 you know, some toys. I like magic cards, Pokemon, you know, <laughs> the whole nine yards. Uh, Legos. Um, I love Legos. And, yeah. And uh, I, me and my uh, friend Sam Lickman got together and we created 
Sam and Sam Inc. And we went around, gave them business cards, uh, our neighbors, and we tried to do yard work. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and I never really followed through. I was 12 years old. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's really where I started to realize, realize, you know, you could do things, uh, you, that you could go out there and, and, um, and get things done. Yeah. You saw at a young age that hard work pays off. Oh yeah. And you, I mean, you let up, so you went to college and I mean, unlike me, I, I, my first semester got a 1.6 at GPA, but I dropped <laughs> out. You were a straight A chemistry student and you played NCAA soccer, correct? Tell yes. me about your experiences there. Yes. Okay. So really, I went to school. I didn't know what I wanted to do in school in the beginning. Uh, so I went to school to try to win a na- uh, national championship with Salisbury University. Um, and I really did not care about classes. Like you, you know, I, I didn't get a 1.6 my first semester. <laughs> I did my second semester. Um, uh, but I played uh, on the team. I, I, you know, I had the most playing time as a freshman. I was 17 years old going into college, and in our first round of NCAA's, we lost, and it crushed me, and because I went to college just for soccer. Soccer. Um, and after that, you know, um, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I dropped out of Salisbury, went back to Montgomery College, and picked up chemistry. And I really started to like chemistry because it was competitive. You know, they they cut you out like weeds. If you're not doing well in chemistry 101, you're gone. I failed chemistry. That, that was the class I failed. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. So you you did chemistry, and then at what point, and we probably share the same feelings on this, at what point did you realize that you wanted to do your own thing and you wanted to do something big? Well, I had a big role model. I was coaching soccer because, like I said, soccer's always been a great um, uh, attribute to my life and a big passion. And I was working with Steve Natman with Brit Am Soccer Academy, and he was a boss. He's a he's a great business owner. Um, he believes in, in greatness and in, in only doing a great job. And uh, his his company was relatively you know starting up. He started in 1999, but it was starting to get really big traction. So I was on, I was in the period of uh, where it was starting to grow, and I was one of his head coaches. Uh, you know, managing big uh, um, uh, groups of kids, yeah. you know, getting the word out, you know, building his brand. And, you know, I, I was seeing what he was doing. Everyone respected him. Everyone loves Steve. And they still do. He's doing great right now. Um, um, and I really saw that in him. I, and I tried to hang out with him as much as possible, learn from him. And, and you know, I realized, you know, I was making $50 an hour with him. Um, nice. and, and I realized people are going to school, right? Making money, I you know, spending money to, in, in hopes of getting a job that everyone complained about. So you know that that's where I first started thinking about yeah. becoming an entrepreneur. It's so true, and you know, I think the percentage, if I'm right, is 52 percent of the people that graduate they don't find a job. Yeah, yeah, and they're graduating with all this college debt, and it's like, what do they do now? So for us as entrepreneurs, why? Go through that when in today's day and age, you can learn through podcasts, you can learn through online courses. I mean, oh my goodness. mentors, there's yes. so many opportunities to learn from that. And we'll talk more about that later on the opportunities we have as millennials. But I want to jump into where you started your first business for Blue Collar Scholars. Okay. Yeah, sure. Great. So um, like, like I did when I was 12 years old, I realized I could do yard work. My dad's always had a garden. So, you know, I knew you can make money from that. When I was 18, 19, I tried to start what is Blue Collar Scholars now. I drove around in my car, um, you know, that I helped paid for from coaching and, and whatnot. And uh, I said, hey, you know, everyone has a, a lawn. Everyone has gutters. Everyone has a house they need painting. All these people I could work for and build a business. And I started to talk a lot, right? Instead of do, I was 18, 19 years old, you know, this kid with such a baby face, uh, um, you know, barely any beard or whatnot. And, and, and I started talking. I was like, guys, this is what's going to happen. This, and everyone was like, oh, Sam, calm down. Go back to school. You know, focus on your grades. And so, you know, it, it really, it really uh, didn't come to nothing. But eventually, you know, uh, later on, I was like, okay, I'm making $50 an hour coaching uh people are really liking my coach because when i do something i do it right 
Yeah. Um, so, so I'm really helping these kids meet their goals in soccer. And I really started to focus on blue collar scholars. I, you know, did advertisements and people really liked hiring local college students and college grads. Because they're supporting them through college. Huh? They're supporting them through college. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And each, each one uh, of the people working with me then and working with me now has aspirations. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't like to work with people who, 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 you know, who, who don't want to be something. Who, who, I really like working with people who really see a future, really, really believe in themselves. Yeah. So, you know, our clients see, see that too, and they love hiring us. So, what are some of the jobs that they do? The kids that come in. Oh, great! Yes. So, you know, in my business, on my business cards, I say we do yard work and chores, or we do painting and chores. So we we remove um, uh, junk. We uh, um, we obviously uh, do painting, and during the summer we do a lot of yard work. Um, typical typical landscapers in the Washington D.C. area charge around twelve hundred dollars a day, and uh, you know for a group of two or three uh, individuals doing work. So and and I've gathered a bunch of really great college students. You know, I, I believe millennials are awesome. You know, we oh, have yes. such great. We have such great work ethic, you know. Um, so you know, I take you know two or three of the best guys I know. We get the job done for nine hundred or even less, you know. And so you you hire these kids out of college and yeah. you you get them to do this work and you basically lowball the other guys. Oh yeah. And in the end, you're making a killing with it. You oh, said yes. you're making like a thousand a day. Yes, right now, actually, right now in the last week, I think I've revenued. Yeah, yeah, more than a thousand dollars a day. But things have been doing really well this summer, Brennan. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I've done. My best friend owns a lawn and landscaping. I've done all that kind of work, man. Yeah, and uh, it's a lot of work, but for a kid in college, it's perfect. It it is it is, and and you can tell right away. Yeah, okay. So let me go through a little bit of the work. You're out in the sun all day. It's August. You know, very rarely uh, we do work in the rain. I love actually working in the rain because it's nice and cool. Yeah. But there's bees. There's spiders. Oh. Uh, um, you know, you cut your hands. You know, if you see my hands, they're a little cut up right now. Uh, it, it's some tough work. So, you, so, you know, you need some character to do it. So, And my customers know that too. I tell them, listen, if you want to do a cheap job, don't hire us. We do it right and we, we, we go through the day not complaining about the sun. Not complaining about the heat. We have water. You know, we do a good job. So any kid out there that's in college and like you, you jumped into a business and you became very successful, what do you say to them if they're thinking about starting a business? Listen, uh, that's a place to study business, right? Yeah. And and if you want to start a business, that you're doing the wrong thing. Um, uh, in today's day and age, with technology growing so fast, and, and uh, um, you know, all these different opportunities opening up, college can only teach you what's in a textbook. You know, these professors are, are you, know, de- you know, sometimes, you know, a decade behind and, and stuff like that. The only way to become the best at building a business is to go out there and try. Go out there, test the waters, see if your idea works. Uh, I compare it to, 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 you know, playing sports. Are you going to sit behind a desk? and study how to kick a ball? Are you going to sit behind a desk and listen to a teacher tell you how you're going to swing the bat in a baseball game? No. You go out there, you fail, you learn from your mistakes, you're going to fail again, which is good. If you're failing, you're trying. And the only way to, to really you know get a business to, to do well is to keep going even if the times get tough. And and that's you know that's my best advice. The, I can give. the more you fail, I mean, failure is just a stepping stone towards your success. Oh, yeah. But that failure is making you better, and you continuously build up, and eventually, I mean, you have less failure, and you've built a very good business. Then, oh, of course, you learn what exactly not to do, Brandon, and and that is very important because when you're bigger, if you make mistakes like that, people aren't very kind, you know, because you're, no. you're you're charging more and more money as your business grows. So, you know, it's, it's good. I, I like to live by one of uh, my favorite quotes. Um, you know, my only, you know, this, this old wise man said the only regret, the only regret I have in life is not making my mistakes sooner. 
Yes. You know, if you get all your mistakes out when you're younger, you realize, okay, I, I've, I've made all my mistakes. I know what to do now. That That's why I'm, I'm trying to actually make any mistake I can now so I can <laughs> learn from it. <laughs> so yeah. you, you've got a successful business and you, you got this built up. It's doing very well. Yes. Now, tell me about the transition where you jumped in to the Scholar App Studios. How do you jump into the app? Right. Well, I mean, big change. Oh, yes. Uh, landscaping and app development and viral marketing, completely different. So, um, you know, my parents, I'm a product of my environment. Um, my mom's a big time IT project manager and my father is an economist. Um, so I see, you know, my dad has always gotten me to watch business shows and he's always pointed out holes in the market of what people are doing, how people are spending, how different technology is working. And my mom is just so influenced in, in, in the IT world, you know, and, and so I get to see opportunities and I also know what's going on in the IT world. Listen, in 2006, there is no such thing as a mobile app, right? No. Now, what are we using right now? Oh, uh, what are we waking up to? What do we use to, to message each other? What do we use when we're bored to play games? What do we fall asleep through scrolling? Mobile apps. It's and, a part of us. We, huh? It's a part of our life completely. It, it is. It, and it really is. And if you take your business mind and realize, put the two and two together, that in 2006 there's no such thing as a mobile app, and now this whole space is opened up, it, it, it's just why not go into the mobile space? This is something that everyone you know who's been in business and succeeding hasn't had a chance to start. This is a perfect time to get into this space to at least, even if you're failing, even if you're not making money, to learn from it because guess what? Kids are learning how to use their iPads sooner than they're learning how to read, you know? No, it's, so, it's scary <laughs> because my little niece, she's like five, and yeah. they, they don't even really write. They don't do cursive anymore. Uh -huh. And they use, they use the tablets. And I'm like, what? Yes. And little kids are taking iPhones. and I didn't get my first phone until I was 15 years old. And what did we do on it? We just sat there and text, right? Yeah, and, and put the phone up to your ear and think you're talking. And then I had I had the snake game on my oh, phone. Yeah. That's how old it was. Oh yeah. So you you got in the app world, and for anybody out there, tell them the process. I briefly kind of know the process. What does it take to bring an app to life? So let's say somebody Great. out there has an idea for app. What do they do? Tell from point they have the idea to launch in the market. How do they get the app to life? Great. Okay. Great question. First, you need to come up with an idea and it better be simple. I'm telling people, all right, listen, I get, I get emails, you know, about 50 emails a day, 40 emails a day about people wanting to build apps. Um, um, and first of all, I tell, tell them it has to be simple, right? Today's day and age, we have so many apps out there. Um, our, our millennials, uh, the next generation, we don't have time to scroll through and figure out how to make an app. It needs to be really quick and simple, like Snapchat, like Kick, like like these like these apps that are blowing up. You press two buttons and it, and it functions. You know, uh, with a tap of two buttons, Snapchat sends a picture. So first of all, think of a simple idea that's easy to use, that's easy to get viral. Second, you need to know exactly what you want. Um, whenever you're building an app, because uh, I work with engineers all day, every day uh, with, with my app development company, you need to know what you want. The worst thing to do is to change the software. It's like, you know how we were playing video games, right, when we were growing up? Yeah. And, and, and we were, like, beating levels and stuff. And, and, and we go through all day, and all of a sudden, someone presses the reset button or oh. something. Yes. James oh, Bond, oh, yes. 007 on 64, right? Yeah. <laughs> Get to the next yeah. level. Zelda, yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. um, so, so you need to understand what you want. Because engineers get really, really unmotivated once you change the software, and that's the most expensive part. Um, going back to what takes to, what it takes to make an app, first of all, you need a wireframe and a flowchart. You need to understand where where the if you tap this button, where does it go? If you tap this button, where does it go? How are you gonna make your money? Listen, I, I work with investors every day, and what their most the biggest concern is how is this app gonna make money? I don't care. If you're going uh, uh, um, you know, to make a community first and then make money, how is this going to be profitable so that if I put money in, how am I going to get it back? Um, uh, third of all, 
you need to have a good team. Software development is really fragile. Yeah. It's really, you know, um, um, there's so many variables. There's so many mistakes. These people, you know, engineers are writing pages and pages and pages of code. If one code goes wrong, it messes up the whole system. So you really need to get the best guys on your team. And that's my belief with any kind of business. You never want to hire cheap. You know, if you want to do a cheap job, you're going to get some problems. You know, so make sure you have a good team with you. Make sure you have people who are dedicated and make sure you know what you're doing. So you're saying, obviously, you got to make money. And that's the end of the day. you got to make money. So what is the number one way when apps, when they go into this position, what is the main revenue streams that people make money with apps? Great. Okay, there, there, there's a lot of ways to make apps with money. I'll share um, with you one that people, investors are kind of scaring away from, such as things like Facebook, uh, uh, Twitter, uh, and other social media um, uh, outlets. Um, investors have been investing in, in social media um, uh, apps for a while, but now they're scared to because one, it's really hard to determine if someone is going to pick up a community, if, if this community is going to do well. And, and unless you have a community, you're not going to make a lot of money. Yeah. Um, um, so, you know, investors are a little shaky to, to invest right away with a community that's not built. Um, and of course, the way you make money with a community is you get a million users and you do advertisements. Another way you can make money with an app is um, uh, a transactional fee. Um, let's say you're buying uh, 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 something through this app. You create uh, um, a service where you're using this app to buy food, right? Let's say you're, you're using the app to order de- uh, delivery food. It's like you know, the, the hotel app. Yes. Yeah, I love that app. Or it gets you the cheapest places and then they get a cut from it. Exactly, exactly. And like Uber, Uber is my favorite app. I am really upset with the the government right now trying to, or or, or anyone trying to shut down this app. It's it's brilliant. This is how business works. This is why America is what what it is today. Uh, You know, Uber has found a way to make it cheaper for you and I to get around, right? And what it does is, is, you know, it allows drivers to use this app to pick up, pick you up and put you to your location at cheaper than, than a taxi. And what that does, they take a percentage off the ride. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's another way. And then also advertisements. What, what does an uh, advertisement usually go for? Let's say you have a, a million users. What would an advertisement cost somebody? It depends, you know. Um, what what we're seeing nowadays uh, is is uh, advertisers are using uh, what is called big data. They're they're gathering data of who is using what product, mm-hmm. um, uh, whether it be millennials uh, um, or or a certain demographic. So so right now, um, advertisements can be pennies to dollars, an advertisement to to a lot more. Um, we're seeing a lot of geolocational advertisements geared to certain locations such as like if you're listening to Pandora right yeah. all of a sudden you get you get a, a, um, a an advertisement from the local car dealer you're like hey how does it know how does it know uh, I, I live around here it's crazy um, isn't it uh, yeah it, it knows where your location is so so advertisements vary a lot in terms of money and what about for apps where you you pay like 2.99 you download it do some companies just focus on making the money from that outlet or is that just an add-on yes so for professional apps such as the medical field uh government related stuff yes that's that's when when it's a professional app and you need it for your business or you need it you need it to do well in school yes that that is a sure way um of doing it so there's a, a that quick uh, in-app per, uh, purchase, but then there's also what they do. Uh, what I, I love psychology, by the way. Yeah. And there's this this uh, system called foot in the door. They'll give you the app for free, right? And it'll be an okay app, right? It's a foot in the but, door. Yeah, yeah. So you get your foot in the door. You download the app, and then you realize, wait, I can make this app better, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, like um, uh, C- Clash of Clans, something I play, or Candy Crush. <laughs> Right, you get to a certain level, then you get stuck, and then it says, "Oh, wait, you can pay five dollars to get to the next level." Yeah, you're already invested. You know, you're you're already playing it. You're trying to get the next level. Five dollars, okay. 
you know, there's an app out there. It made me think of. I I just looked it up. Is uh, are out of Iowa City, and Alec Witters is the founder. Great. I mean, awesome guy. Yeah. And it's called Next Level Mastery. I believe is what it is. And what it does is it's a free app, and it's for college students that are learning, taking tests to become, I think, a doctor or maybe it's a anything in the medical field. And they give them the basic outline of how to learn about uh, taking their tests and giving them like basically a cheat sheet, not cheating, but then there's once they get it, their foot in the door, then they can pay a monthly thing or pay a one-time fee. So that, that made me think of that. And it's a great app and these guys are killing it. I mean, they have a big company now, but I never would have thought about that five years ago to think about get them in the door, develop the app and then build it up because he had millions of dollars of investment before they even had sales. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And that, that's the majority of how apps work anymore, isn't it? Yes. Oh, yes, of course. Yes. Um, because no one, no one, you know, the whole purpose is one, you know, if you, if you get the downloads for free, people talk about it. If, if you have to, if you have to pay to download it, people are like, ah, you know, you, the, the market is so competitive. There's going to be someone else selling it for free. Yeah. You know, so, so yes, it's, it is a great way. What does it take somebody, let's say if I want to do app now, what, what does it range for starting to get an app put together? Great question. And people don't understand this. This is why, you know, it, it shocks a lot of people um, uh, when, when, I, when I quote people, but I'm very firm on my prices because, you know, if, if, like I said earlier, when, when we do something, we do it right. Um, you have to understand these are engineers making this, right? Like just like a mechanical engineer, just like a, a well, they're aerospace. They're like hundred and twenty dollars an hour. What are they? Oh, even more sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you get what you pay for. Um, so so you have a group of engineers working for you, and um, you know, right now we're doing an app, you know, around ten thousand dollars. But we quote, uh, uh, um, you know, we do a lot bigger apps too. Uh, we quote all the way up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars for an app. Yes, yes, oh yes, it, and and you know companies. Listen, these apps are making millions of dollars, right? Yeah, two hundred fifty thousand dollars is someone with a sure plan to make a couple million dollars. It's nothing. I see, I see it dropped every other week. You know, uh, look at Candy Crush. They spent millions of dollars developing. I, I have yet to play the game, but okay. I, everybody plays it. I get yeah. the invites on Facebook. It's annoying. It's like uh-huh. stop inviting me. I don't play games. I don't even watch TV. <laughs> We don't have time for games. Yeah, right? but so them apps. I mean, they make that much money. What what is the time frame from start to finish to put an app together if you have the money, the funding? Great question. Um, and and let me let me compare it to landscaping, right? Okay, so you want your uh uh, mo- uh, uh lawn mode. You want your hedges trimmed. Great, we can do that right now, really quick for more money. Or let let me get a week, right? Let me let me spend a week doing it. It's up to the client. If the client wants the app done in three week and three months, great. My guys and myself, you know, overseeing the project are going to be working Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, uh, we're going to make sure the app gets done. If you're not pressed on time, if you don't think you know it's a, you're entering that competitive market and, and and you don't care about it, you know, it can take six months. That's okay. It's really up to you. You know, we you know to make an app, it does take at least. Depending on the app, if it's really simple, you can do it in a couple weeks versus if it has a whole algorithm, a back end, you're, you're asking people to, to log in, create profiles, uh, you have a gamification uh, um, uh, uh, aspect to it where you get points. All these different components take time, which eventually takes money. So, you know, it's, it, it varies a lot. So... Besides doing apps, you guys, yeah. the thing that really interests me, especially as a crowdfunding expert myself, yeah. you guys help make things go viral? Yes, of course. So tell me the whole process because I've actually studied how things go viral and most times it's by accident. But tell me how you make something go viral. Okay, great. Great question. Um, first of all, we know what social media is, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Social media is great. Uh, what social media does is it gives every single person with internet access a marketing tool to market themselves, to market their brand, and guess what? You have the potential to reach every single person on the internet. Everyone, a lot, so many people use 
Facebook. So many people use Instagram. Guess what? There are certain people with hundreds of thousands of followers. There are certain people with millions of followers. What my company does, we, we've been in touch with, you know, a couple influencers with a million, you know, a million users yeah. who mainly they make funny, funny uh, videos, uh, funny, funny stuff. And what we do is we create a plan for the product to be included in their funny videos, you know, and, and we, so yes, exactly. You, so, and you got to pay them though, correct? Oh, of course. It does not come cheap. But I want to hear the pricing because I'm always curious what it costs for somebody. And let's, I like based off a million followers. What would it cost for you to get them to place? I mean, tell me what that process would be like and what it costs. Great question. Uh, it, it's up to you. If you want to spend $3,000, we can get it out to people. If you want to spend $20,000, we'll get it. We'll get it to a bunch of influencers. We'll create a campaign. Um, you know, like a challenge with your with your product, having uh, different guys uh, uh, market it. Uh, I was, you know, and, and it's really great, you know, social media is such a great tool. I was a part of um, uh, ALS Association last year. I was a director of organizations against ALS, uh, getting whole companies involved. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that was such a great cause. I still donate to those guys. Um, um, you know, it's so great to see how using social media, you can spread a cause and a donation rally to, to all of America and not even just America, the world, um, you know, using that model commercially to get your product, uh, 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 out there is not all that different. You create, what we help do is we look at your product, depending if it's a food app, if it's a, um, 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 a, a transportation app or it's a game. And we say, listen, this is your market. This is who you're targeting. This is what they like. Let's tie your app with this concept and get it to be really funny. Let's get it to get stuck in people's heads once we get a couple million views. Yeah. And let's execute it. So people strictly call you just to get their, their oh, products yes. to go viral. Oh, yes. Yeah, we have... We have mar we have people on the West Coast and we have people on the East Coast. We have people uh, in Florida. Get, you know, pe people with tons of outreach, getting different targets of 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 uh, uh, millennials in particular. Because, like I said, and I'll repeat it again. I'm not afraid to see it. We are the best generation. Oh, uh, no, uh, we are. What what's it what's it take? Uh, I guess what would it cost to get somebody to get it go viral? But what it what is uh, what do I want to say? What is considered viral? What is considered viral is once someone else picks it up and starts doing the same thing. Great. We can we can go ahead and spend $10,000 getting it to different influencers to promote it on their pages with a million views or not. But it doesn't become viral unless people start sharing it. Unless people say, hey, look at this. Let me put it on my wall. Unless, you know, just like the – remember the blue dress? You know, oh, yeah, yeah, I never understood that. That went viral because people picked it up and say, hey, you know, Brandon, what, what is this? You know, what, 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 you know, what is this? And I'm going to show Emily now. Now I'm going to show Chris. You know, it, it, that's what creates a viral aspect. Well, you know what? I, Sam, I'm going to have to give you a call for my next yes. crowdfunding campaign because you'll be attending that event. It'll be an entrepreneur event, but yeah. you will help me make it go viral. Oh yes! Oh yes! I love doing that. I, I love marketing. Is so people 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 don't understand how powerful marketing is, and especially with today's technology. With really what it used to take hundreds of thousands of dollars to get, or millions of dollars to, to advertise on Super Bowls uh, 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 and, and and big TV events, you can now now spend way less than where everyone is on social media. You know, yeah. it's so great. Yeah, social media makes it a lot easier because, I mean, the outlets are free and you can spend money on social media to help boost it out, which now they're doing Instagram you can boost and yeah. they're doing live on Facebook for bigger influencers now. I, I haven't been able to do it. But Periscope, how about Periscope? What do you think of that? Do you know what Periscope is? Yes, yes. It's a video sharing. I think this is great and I think Periscope along with Meerkat they, they they are on the direction of where apps are going. Um, now, you know, what used to be apps that are all around America, now we are um, uh, uh, heading towards 
a, a geolocational uh, uh, geolocational pull of where you are around you. You know, you're familiar with the app Tinder, right? Yeah, it. I got a girlfriend, but I right as I got a um, girlfriend, it started becoming big. So yeah. all my friends have it, but yeah, I even, I'm not even aware. If you of don't it. use it, you've heard about it. And what's so great about that? It's it's in your location. So, so the app you just talked about, it's where you are right now. And I'm actually working with, with a great, a, a genius. He's actually you know, our best Android guy, uh, uh, Komi Natiko. We are building uh, an app right now. He's the founder of Snap Location, where we are, we are making an app where you, instead of, instead of just looking at where uh, these pictures and videos are taking off, you can send a request to New York City. You can send a, re a request to, to Niagara Falls asking for a picture uh, or, or a video. And in fact, you can make money for putting up pictures on this app. It's called Snap Location. And, and, and just, just in general, you know, this is where apps are going. We're able to communicate with communities. You yes. know, the, the, whole, the whole genius behind apps like Snap Location and um, uh, 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 Meerkat and, and, and stuff like that is you are part of a community. You're not talking to someone in Australia. You're not talking to someone in China. You're talking to someone down the street from you, you know, that you're pulling up on your phone and you can communicate through pictures and, and video. It's just great. It, we've never been able to be so connected before. Like literally we could be connected with everyone yes. and it, it blows my mind you can go on periscope and hundreds of people can be there it would be like you're speaking to a school but really you're just speaking to a phone and everybody's there yes and it, it just it's crazy but if people look at it they can use it for marketing purposes to sell product and i have a friend that zach spuckler he actually in six weeks he got over a million hearts oh, a million wow. he was on like four times a day the guy killed it but he was making thousands of dollars because he just told people about his stuff he had and they bought the product and it really has become like a webinar, but on yes. Periscope. Yes. Yeah. yeah. See, see, he's smart. He's using this social media tool, which is brand new, brand speaking new. Yeah. So it gives people like you and I the chance because we understand it to use it before everyone else. And yeah. use it wisely, such as for marketing purposes. Because it's, it's no different than if you would have got in on Facebook early. So a year from now, Periscope, more people know about it. But if we get in now, I mean, the world is ours. So yes. we're talking about social media, and I know this is something you want to talk about. Tell, let's talk, and I agree on the same things here too. We're talking to kids in college right now. Yes. And with everything, with social media, technology, everything at our fingertips, Tell the people how this can change our lives and how we can really, I mean, you can anyways do anything you want in life, but we have the opportunity to make it big. We could become stars, celebrities, just from this technology. Great. And, and, and I, I can't speak enough on this subject. And I've even coined the term scholar. Still, still working on the website, scholarera.com. But listen, we are in the prime div age where us millennials have the power to do what no generation has done before. Like we talked about earlier, at our fingertips, we have the chance to spread the word to around the world. We have the chance to make something go viral. We have access to technology our parents never had. That, that in the beginning, that Bill Gates that Steve Jobs, that Mark Cuban never had. Now we have such easy tools in front of us that us millennials will become the most successful generation in that in history. And, yes. And, yeah, and it's just a fact. You know, um, with our work ethic, with, with with our intelligence, with educational systems becoming better and better, and with this technology at hand. We are primed to be able to do so many great things, and it's just so wonderful. The Steve Jobs, the Bill Gates, and all these people that built this foundation for us, I mean, they literally built the foundation yes. for us to become even more successful than them. I mean, all these years building up, and it scares us what it's going to become in the next 10 years. I mean, 
you and I know, I mean, it's going to blow people's mind oh, what yeah. it's going to come to. Yes. Oh, and in the way technology is increasing exponentially, every time there's a new invention, you can take that invention and put it off to two separate different ways to make bigger and better products. Cameras are getting smaller. Microphones are becoming more savvy. You know, uh, uh, the way we communicate is evolving. And, and the way things are going, we, you and I, you know, uh, um, uh, in our 20s, you know, kids in their teenagers, you know, who are teenagers, are growing up with this. And this is what I want, you know, everyone listening to understand. And every time I go to speak at colleges and high schools, I tell them this. You are growing up with this technology. Everyone who is over 35, over 40, did not grow up with this. Their brains are not as fluid. It's just a fact. We understand this technology better than anyone else, so we can use it better. And it's just fantastic. We have the opportunity to, I mean, like you said, it's not a better time. This is the best time to become an entrepreneur. Because we have things at our fingertips that can allow us to like become millionaires in a mm-hmm. short period of time through building our audience. Oh yes, it's it's it and 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 you know to add on to the conversation, crowdfunding. You know, yeah. crowdsourcing things. You know, uh, um, you can now gather money for your idea. It's easy because I will tell you one thing: you need money to make your business grow. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not in it for the money. If if I wanted, if I wanted, you know, a lot of money, I would have become a lawyer because you know I'm I'm good at arguing. Um, uh, but I'm in I'm in it to, to add value. And what people need to understand though is that you need money to succeed. You need to reinvest in your company. You need to have that cash flow so you can expand, build your brand, hire the right people, and get your business right. So. With 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 crowdfunding, everyone now and GoFundMe, Indiegogo, Kickstarter, Kicks, yeah, yes, everyone has the chance to start their own company cheaper than ever. It's just so awesome, you, you know. And that's the thing that fascinated me. And my goal is to become the best known, worldwide known crowdfunding guy. Yeah, you're wrote doing it great. a book. I go on TV with it. And what I love about it is. I mean, I've struggled. I've raised money from friends, family, and fools. Mm-hmm. I've worked extra jobs. But crowdfunding, like you said, you put your idea on this platform, and I can give them the right keys to be able to do it right. If they have the right guidance to do it. They can raise the money they need, and their dreams can come true. And that's why it's, like you said, it's going to change everything. It, it is. It is. So Eventually, many things. Yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 this platform is proving itself. And you know, I'm meeting with entrepreneurs that are taking uh, um, uh, uh, this crowdfunding uh, idea and applying it to each different industry. You know, and and it's such a great idea. People love feeling as though they're a part of something. They love people. Yeah. What, what I've understood is, and and I love to give this advice to you know future aspiring entrepreneurs. People love to help out. They do. Go, they do. I love to help people out. I love to show people what I've done to help them succeed. Um, um, and if if you go out there and 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 you know you ask for crowdfunding and stuff like that, people aren't investing in you. So you don't just have someone giving you money. That you have somebody feeling part of your story, part of they're your part product. of your big idea. If it becomes huge, they're like. I was a part of that. Exactly. Exactly. And and we all love being part of something. Yes. Um and, and and when when I hire someone, I always say, You don't work for me. You're working with me. This is our company. We are building something great. And that's how business should be. You know, and that's what crowdfunding is doing. It's great. Yeah, it is. So I, I wanna end on a few questions I have for you. Yeah. And the first one is tell me about your biggest failure in life and what you learned from it. Oh, goodness. Oh, wow. So, you know, one of my biggest failures is, is not doing when I was 18 years old, I had I thought I had a great business idea. And I tried to do it. And everyone, you know, thought I was crazy. 
everyone thought, you know, yeah. Sam, it's not going to work out. Go back to school. And it sucks being wrong. Um, and you need to understand, I, I became very upset after that. It completely killed my morale, you know, knowing that I got the word out to everyone in my neighborhood that I was going to do X, Y, and Z. And guess what happened? Nothing. You know, um, and I've been there. Yes. And you know what? That, that is one of the biggest, the, one of the best things that has ever happened to me because every time you fail, Brandon, you become stronger. You, you, you go out the next time and you say, I don't care what the hell happens to me. I'm going to keep going. I don't care if people laugh at me. I don't care if, if, if people don't like it. I'm going to keep going and I'm going to work my ass off. You know, that's so true. And I, I've had the same thing where I've, I've been a guy, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Yes. And I've, I mean, invested a lot of time, money into ideas. And one time I did, and I realized that it wasn't going to work. So I had to eat my pride uh -huh. and make a pivot. And I failed, but it was the best thing that ever happened it, to me. It, you learn so much from your failures, Ryan. It's, it's just... I'm so happy I failed so many times. Exactly. And anybody out there, failure is just a road to your success. Yes. One more question is, tell me the top three books you would suggest to other young entrepreneurs. Oh, goodness. <clears throat> oh, goodness. Oh, I, a couple books. A couple books. <clears throat> uh, let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me reverse the question. I don't read books, Brandon. I listen I, to audio, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So what I would suggest doing um, is I suggest studying the people who have been there, done that. Start looking at their quotes. You can follow me on Instagram at Sam Fourline. I post up an inspirational quote, a business quote every single day. I live off of those. Those are values. Um, um, I'm sorry. I, I wish I could answer your question. No, that's good. And what I liked about what you said is you if you need to find somebody, I always say find somebody that has achieved what you want to achieve. Exactly. See what they did, follow in their footsteps, and become successful. Yes. Because we're just repeating history. I mean, everybody has succeeded and done the same thing as us before. We're just doing it a different way. Yes. Oh, yes. It, 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 it you know, it, it's so true. And, and uh, you know, I'd love to point out Steve Jobs' uh, okay. uh, uh, quote, if someone else has done it, you can do it too. Once, once you realize that everything built around you was built by someone no smarter than you, you have so much power to change what you want to change and do what you want to do. Dude, that's so good, man. Tell, any last words you want to give to the young entrepreneurs out there? Yes. Um, number one, never give up. Um, you know, you might lose a battle. You might lose, um, uh, you know, um, some sleep. Um, Get the right people around you. You know, um, I make sure I surround myself with the smartest people I know. I've been doing that. I've had it in my head that as, a, as you know, an elementary school uh, student that if I hung out with the nerds and the smart people, I would become smart myself. Uh, it still hasn't happened yet, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it will make you smarter. You are who your friends are. If you are going and out, out and hanging out with people who like to party who like to waste time, don't become an entrepreneur. Don't please. You're, you're, you're going to uh, have a life full of, of, of regret and realize you're wasting time. Hang out with people who are doing great things. Find them. There are people out there. Uh, use LinkedIn. LinkedIn is such a great resource. There are people just like us trying to do great things. Add me on LinkedIn. You can reach out to me. I always love talking, helping people out. Um, you know, it, it's just, there's just it's, so many, it's so true. Your mastermind group is what I call it because yes. you surround yourself with people that are much smarter than you yes. and you become that much more successful because you are the average of the five people you hang out, out with. Oh, it's, it, and I can't stress that anymore. And I tell I, when high school students ask me what, you know, what's the best advice. That's the best advice that and keep learning. Never stop learning. Things are changing every day. And if you're ahead of the curve, you have a competitive advantage in business. Yep, and you never can perfect it. You're always getting better. I mean, nobody's ever perfect. There's yep. always getting that much better. So where can they find you? Let's say somebody wants to do an app, make something go viral. Where can they find you and your company, Sam? Great. So you guys can look us up 
uh, Scholar App Studios, www.scholarappstudios.com. You can message our uh, marketing team, info at scholarappstudios.com. If you have something direct, you want to you know, message me, it's sam at scholarappstudios.com. Uh, look forward to check out our, our new website, Scholar Era. Um, I plan on making more companies with the word scholar in them because, you know, us millennials are just yeah, the best. Exactly. Um, and then also look forward, all you Android users, make sure you download Snap Location coming out in October. We've been working hard on it, and, and it's going to be a blast. Well, be sure to download that. I know I will. Dude, yes. You got some awesome stuff, and I'll link yes. all that on the notes too. Sam, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Brandon, you are, I hope we talk every day. You are so awesome. You are doing such a great thing. And I hope so many people like you have the same idea of what you're doing to help you know, reach out and make people better. I, I really love it. I appreciate it, man. That's why we stick together. Yeah, so, of course. So that's it for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. And in the meantime, you know what time it is. Go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brandon T. Adams. Have a great day, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's show, Sam Fourline. I had a lot of fun with Sam. He is a great guy. He reminds me a lot like myself. He is killing it in business right now. If you need help with creating an app or making something go viral, please, I highly suggest you check out his website at www.scholarappstudios.com I'm pretty sure I'm going to be having him do some work with me in the future we already got some ideas together for some events this kid is just like me and I'm excited for what's to come also I just want to remind you like always please if you can go over to iTunes and give University of Young Entrepreneurs a 5 star and review I'd love you for it it allows us to spread our word more get our word out to the masses, and together we can create a movement that has never been seen before on this earth. We can create something great together and become unforgettable because that is the whole purpose of this podcast. And I'm not doing it myself. Without you, I would not be where I'm at today. I truly mean that. And I appreciate your support along the way. And tell your friends about this. It's doing them a favor and it's helping them out so they can be inspired to do things they love in life. That's it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. And in the meantime, go out there, create something great, become unforgettable, because life is too short not to. I'm Brennan T. Adams. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs>